0: Um I haven't played any more than that first hour um because mainly because I was planning to play a bunch of it on the deck, and uh cloud saves are not working um right now on that game so I would have I, to start I don't, again. i'm
1: not I am not a fan of you playing on introducing deck. the phrase on on the deck in your vernacular this isn't fucking shadow run you're not yeah. like a hacker it's-
0: listen. I sh- I sent you that website with all the cyberpunk clothing I know that you
1: desperately want you desperately oh, want this good. cyberpunk feature but you're not punching deck you're not there getting on the net you're not running ice or anything like that it's How not happening. You-, oh, you have a God. game machine, it's
0: a console yes, fine I attempted to play a lot of that game on my steam deck, is that better? Um yes, that's bear. cool internet it's the 2nd of august 2022 and this is the game engine start podcast my name's is ewan my name's Calm, and you sound sad what <laughs> no i just, I don't know. I'm just tired I don't know. it's a low energy morning podcast let's just let's I, stay with that i am
1: not i'm not gonna admit that i woke up like 10 minutes before the podcast
0: oh yeah i'm right there with so. you about half an hour yeah um yeah, it is that time of year where I watch the city I live in slowly transform into a tourist hellscape for like a month. Yeah. And it's happening yep. around me and it's weird. Uh, I think this is the first one... how, how- how far-reaching does it
1: get to your place? Because like your place is like out the like a bit out of the way, but not really. Not and enough, like that The like bit, a- your bit is like a basically a huge construction area right now. So I don't know how.
0: Yeah, it's kind of like well, actually, not where I am now. It's moved further down, but like so, I'm oh, like okay, sure. what twenty minutes from city center, like twenty minutes from Princess Street, if mm. you if you briskly walk. And it's just more people. It's just more people and more traffic. Like specifically where I am. But like you don't mm. have to go very far to get like just seas of people um, yeah of course yeah and it'll be interesting because this is the first like proper proper year I think I would consider that it's back uh because like last There's year the was pandemic, like pandemic, yeah yeah like, last year was like yes it was running but it was like heavily restricted and ticket numbers were low and and all this kind of stuff this is the first one where it was like and you can tell but when you start looking at like who's doing shows and stuff like that where it's like oh everyone's last three years worth of material, two years worth of material is now out. So this is them yeah. making their, their grand comebacks. Um but yeah, no, it's it's just it just the city just becomes a nightmare for a, a a month. It's gonna be fun when when I come up and we have to navigate it. That's gonna oh, be yeah, an interesting yeah, yeah. one. It's fine, but we just use you as like a like a um meeting point. Because we can just see you over the crowds of people. Most of, That's, of the time. that is true. I am taller than like ninety nine percent of people, yeah. so that is fair. What are you, have you ever had have you ever had complaints at gigs and stuff like that, where like people have said, no, "Hey, can so you- I,
1: I I purposely always either stand at the back or to the side. Usually the yeah, side cause I like, because I like because I am so tall. If I stand up for too long, my back starts hurting, so I need something to lean on. Yep. So sure. i like lean on like a pole or like a wall or something like that. So I specifically stay out of the way so I don't ruin other people's
0: experiences. Oh, yeah. like. The moment I was out of, I think basically from the moment I was out of uni, any time I went to gigs, like I just immediately became that old band where I was just like at the back, leaning on something. I was like, this is way more comfortable yeah. than me being yeah. down the front like I used to be. um Way, it's way just, much you, better.
1: You get to a point. You get to a point. I I got to that point really quickly, but you get to that point where it's just like you'd prefer to just be sitting down, yeah, like, I'd like just enjoying the music, yeah, exactly. Curious.
0: Um, uh, yeah, for yeah for sure. Uh, so wait, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine shows I've got this year. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah. It's spread out over the month. Um,
1: I was going to say, like, over how many days did you, like, pack it all into?
0: No, it's it spread out over the whole month. So there's, like, obviously, sure. like, four of the week you're here, even though you're only here for, like, three. I'm on for three, yeah. Uh, Yeah. First one's on Sunday. Uh, Next Sunday. Hmm. Um and then it ends on basically the last day of the fringe. Interesting. Um wow. but yeah, so yeah, we'll see. But yeah, you're coming up, so we need to we need to finalise what we're what we're doing. Um do something. While mm. while you're here. Um I'll be ordering cables tonight for the theoretically, the setup should be way, way easier than it's ever been because I have a specific bit of hardware now okay. that is designed to do this. So it should all okay. be basically trivial. Um but it never is, as we've discovered. It's never easy. So yeah, everything just stops working randomly at points. Um. So yeah, we need to decide, say what we're going to do. We need to figure out something to do. That's <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, I'll I'll do an our scout round tonight tonight and see if we can come up with something. Um, small bit of housekeeping before we start. Uh we are in the process of switching over to a new podcast host everything is basically ready to go i just need to hit a couple of buttons and it'll be good so theoretically this podcast will be the first one on the new host so if there's problems if there problems one you won't be hearing this but like maybe check feeds and stuff in a week if everything should just automatically tr- transfer over everything should be fine also within the next month theoretically we're on more um podcast platforms hopefully like Spotify and Stitcher, two other big ones that that will be available on. If those are your preferred podcasting instruments of choice, um, mm. but yeah, every, everything should be pretty straightforward. Um, I did have some fun with the the automatic captioning tool, the transcribe tool that the the new podcast host gives oh, us for I saw free. You about this? Yeah, yeah. Oh man it it gets our accents, like, 95% of the time. Like, 95% of the time, the transcriptions are really, really good. And then the other 5%... Yeah, our accents aren't that bad. No, it's not. But also, like, when you've got these models that are trained to do this, like, they're maybe US-centric, they're maybe, like, even, like, like that kind of Midwest US accent that every podcaster has. Maybe they're trained on that kind of stuff. But for us, they they, they mostly get it, but every now and then they just completely shit the bed, and it's Mm -hmm, hilarious. mm -hmm. Um... But yeah, so it's fun. So yeah,
1: uh, I imagine if you get if we get into some words that are very Scottish, typical, where you like skip your T's or whatever, it yeah. might have a problem with that. But yeah, yeah. It had a
0: lot of problems with this. the of of times we said the word John Riccatello last week, uh, last episode. It just could not figure oh, yeah, out what nobody that was. Can fucking spell Riccatello. No, like not I, even a robot can spell Riccatello. When like. I tried to when I tried to fix the transcription to figure out how it worked, I had to go look it up for like the fourth time. Um, it's it's a it's a ridiculous spelling. How um, many C's are in in Just one. Is it one C? Jesus. Okay. I think it's I think it's one C and then a bunch of weird L's in places you wouldn't expect. I think was what the way it was. R-I-C R-I-C-C-I-T-I-E-L-L-O. Yeah, okay. It's double C. That's Jesus what it Christ. is. I thought there was two separate. It's C's, double it's double C. C three I's and two L's. Yeah, that's what it is. Jesus. Um but yeah. Uh what has happened so we could probably talk about um okay small things for me uh played i got i did the thing and it's actually very funny because there's the actual record of this i did the thing and i said it to you when it happened that no man's sky put out another big update Mm -hmm. and i was like hey maybe this is the time when i get back into no man's sky and then, yeah, I did
1: as well. I played it for a good few hours.
0: Yeah, and then realised that, like, oh, I wonder if this works in the Steam Deck. Turns out, yes, very well. Uh, it doesn't look. It looks like the Switch version. It looks like a. Uh, it looks like an imaginary uh, Switch version that you get, but like on that bit, size of a screen, bit crunchy. Yeah, but on that size of screen, like, who cares? Like, say, imaginary yeah. is coming to Switch like fairly soon. I'm yeah, pretty that's sure. what I'm saying. We haven't actually seen the Switch version yet. Yeah, um, it's what I imagine the Switch version will look like. Um, but like running at seven twenty on that that thing on that screen size, like it runs it basically like somewhere between forty and sixty most of the time. Like it's totally one hundred percent playable. So I've played in our what seven hours of that game so far. Again, um, but it was very funny when I booted back into it and um, the save game list literally had like my new save game from twenty twenty two. One from 2020 and one from 2018. Like yeah, every I two had that years, well. yeah. every two years, I'm like, I should try this again. Um, yeah. Um, it's hard to know what's new, really, because it's been such a gap and like so much stuff has changed underneath. But like, there definitely feels like more direction and opportunity now for you to like, it's not as, I mean, it can be very self directed, obviously. Like, that was kind of the point of the game. Yeah. But like, the fact that there is now, like, Four quest lines that I am running at the once and stuff like that. Yeah,
1: it's better. It's better. It's still. I'm at. I'm at a point. I played it for like seven hours or something like that. It was still at the point where I'm not seeing new stuff, but I am being directed to to get to newer stuff faster. If that makes sense. Yeah.
0: Last time in my last time I played, I definitely got to the point where I had a freighter, and. I remember at that time going. This feels surprisingly early to get a freighter, but I got a freighter. Um, so I wonder if that's been massaged because freighters are the big addition in like the latest latest update. So maybe that's been massaged mm. a bit. I don't know. Um, yeah, I, yeah. I mean that game is that game's cool, and it's exactly a, a good thing to be to be done on Steam Deck.
1: Yeah, like it is. It is a. It still continues to be a really really cool thing that is has quite a unique feel to it yeah. and like tone and stuff like that it's, it's not like it does do the the like drop you somewhere and you can kind of do whatever you want but it does like sprinkle over this weird air of mystery about everything yes, and like the story is sure. better directed now like you meet characters and you talk
0: to them more and stuff so it's not as free form yeah, it feels, it feels more, like as, as a purpose yeah it feels less lonely than I think the game you used to like you like every like most systems have a station with people just milling about and talking to each other and you can have conversations with them and, and that kind of stuff like and there's always like or most of the time anyway there's like planes uh, there's like ships flying over and like there's pirate attacks and stuff like if it, it, there's more going on it feels like than there was before which is super cool and i i still have no idea how they are continuing to put out free content like it doesn't make any sense yeah.
1: I have no idea um, and yeah. their their updates are like big and meaningful and i don't get and it, all free yeah like, they've
0: never charged that game since launch as far as i as far as i can tell um there's no like monetization at all in that game and i think you can buy the, the game for like 20 quid on steam at the minute like yeah i i, I don't know how they're doing it I, I genuinely don't know how they're doing it but yeah i'm glad they are um yeah, and then basically the only other thing for me, I think, is that I put a bunch of time into is Stray. Like the game of the internet right now that, game. that everyone is talking about. Still, huh, let me just very quickly check if this is still the case that it was the best selling game on Steam at the minute. Top sellers. Yeah. Still one of the top selling games on Steam um at the minute. Um fuck is Digimon Survive? Never mind. Um, yeah. So Stray, like, if you've been on the internet I at all. I can tell you what Digimon Survive is. Oh, yeah?
1: I can tell you what that is. Yeah. Okay. We'll it's get... a Digimon is a Digimon visual novel with a tactical RPG element, apparently. Huh. And a very dark tone,
0: apparently. I'm, I'm, I I'm not playing it. This is just stuff I've heard. But. I'm writing it down to have a th- as a thing to look at later, just for giggles.
1: Oh, yeah. I, I'm really interested to see that game. Okay. I've just not played
0: it. Yeah, Interesting. Um, yeah, so Stray is the game that, if you've been on the internet, you'll have known about at this point. It is a sci-fi platformer where you play as a little cat. Uh, and Cat doesn't have a name, does it? no it's which is interesting right because you just you I think we've collectively called them called them stray i don't even think they'd they really no. go into much more than that um but yeah um sci-fi platformer where you you control this little cat and you basically go and explore this city it, it's kind of hard because it's not a hugely long game and like a lot of it is about discovering what's going on but like you get separated from your family or your your group um and basically have to escape this walled city um to get back outside and a lot of it is stuff you discover as you're going um it's 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 good like it's weird that sounds a lot more hedging than i thought it would that i thought it would be it is very well made it's a very good thing it's a very cool thing but like yeah. it's not genre breaking it's not like doing anything particularly new but it's a really no, that's, good... That's,
1: that's kind of what I'm consistently hearing, is that yeah. it's not doing anything crazy, but it is just, like, it's cool
0: if you want to play a cat mm-hmm. game with puzzles. Yeah. Absolutely stunning looking. Like, just... Yeah, Like, I'm playing on sure. PS5 at the minute, and it's, like, just stunning looking thing. Like, um, doing what it feels like Unreal Engine 5 was meant to do. Like, there was definitely a time, like, render about, like, kind of UE3, where... It's kind of a thing with most like off-the-shelf engines at that point, but like they didn't do open worlds. They were about like enclosed spaces, so like cities and and that kind of stuff. And they really specialized in doing that kind of stuff. This feels like a callback to that kind of design where it's like this very dense built city. And it's like yeah. all the lighting and stuff like that, just absolutely spectacular looking thing. Um and like they've they've got the controls for it in such a way where it makes a lot of sense where this game doesn't work. I don't think without the kind of snap jumping that this game has where you can basically never fall off a ledge. Like you run up to an edge and if there's another ledge, there's a jumpable distance, it puts the icon, the X icon on the other side. So you're guaranteed to know that when you hit X, you're going to jump and you're going to make it, which Mm. makes a lot of sense because you're a cat and you're good at this. Yeah. The
1: the Assassin's Creed thing of like
0: auto locks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, except you can't just jump off of any surface; like it will stop you. You basically can't ever. There's basically no way to fall damage yourself in this game. Oh yes, yeah. Like, it's it's, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um. But also, not only does it make it like much more thematically correct, it lets them do much better. Much it lets them do much more intricate platforming in a way that you couldn't do if you just had free movement. So stuff like the way you would get up. Uh, a set of buildings would be climbing up a bunch of air ducts and i think that like or like uh, ac units around the sides like very thin platforms like the snap lets you do that in a way that like if you're trying to do that with like a standard control it'd be really fiddly Mm. and you'd fall off it and it would just look dumb like you just it inhabits the character much more because you've got this i know exactly how i can do this it's fine um and it's also got like weirdly traditional adventure game elements like you have an inventory for you very quickly meet this small robot that can digitize item like real world items and then recreate them again like a 3d like a kind of 3d printer style thing um so you have an inventory and like the first kind of interaction you have with other characters once the once you meet the robot is like you have this picture and you're like literally showing this picture to a bunch of the the inhabitants of the city. It's like, do you know? Do you, do you have anything to say about this? Like, it's a detective game or something like that. Um, but yeah, so you have yeah. So it's like there's object manipulation and like stuff. There's like some, some very mild puzzle solving. There's there's stuff in there. It's just it's a really solid thing, and hmm. it's not hugely long. I think it was like four hours five hours i think for for me to get to the end of it oh really okay sure it's yeah it's not it's not particularly huge it's not also hugely difficult it's more it's kind of more about the experience than anything else but i will say there's a there's a stealth section in that game with some real bad checkpointing that it's like I will save some people the trouble of finding the thing that I could not find. There are cardboard boxes you can hide in that cancel out the hunting section of the stealth sections. Like when they're trying to find you, it just eliminates that. Um, that would have saved me many, many restarts had I found that earlier. um, but yeah, there are just some bad checkpoint in that stealth section. And it's just like oh, it was just the thing of like, I've solved this puzzle. Like just let me continue, please. Like I've bad, done the thing. Bad
1: checkpoint in stealth sections are always <sighs> the worst. Yeah.
0: Like it's not yeah. it's not hugely long, but it's just long enough where if you fuck it up at the end, you have to do a bunch of it again. It's just like, yeah, it's not that 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 wasn't fun. But um yeah, it's cool. It's got um not a lot of extraneous stuff in there. Like, there's a bunch of like collectibles for achievements and stuff like that. I mean, nothing else it is really just about the the kind of story of the of you and this robot and, and the city and and all that kind of stuff. Um, it's also probably worth saying, like, uh, some fair. It's it makes me really sad that we got to the point where when I say there has been some criticism of the game for some of its representation stages, where like criticism is not necessarily a bad thing. Criticism is just like somebody looking at the thing and going, "Hey, this is a little problematic," but not like it doesn't immediately like stop canceling video games. Like that's not a thing that we're nobody's trying to do that. Yeah, yeah, Nobody yeah. is trying to do this. It is just a thing of like, "Hey, here's a interesting thing that that is useful of this." So basically, like the city itself is built on, and this is not speculation. Like this is like this has been said many times by the developers. Like it's based on the the Kowloon Wall City um oh sure very famous thing like they've used that as a lot of the the inspiration for for design and 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 that kind of stuff um and it just doesn't engage with any of like the history of that city and why it is the way it is and all of that kind of stuff and you combine that with some of the weird um again like we need to get away from the idea that like dystopian cyberpunk games and orient- orientalism just need to just need to just they just need to separate detach just, themselves just needs to yeah. detach. and like super fair criticisms about the way they're doing it like there's the ah, that'll, that'll go into story stuff but like there is a thing that once the first time somebody points it out you're like oh yeah why is that like that doesn't make any sense why that is the way it is um there's been some really good I think Polygon had an article um and I think Taku had a different article covering both of those things um well worth a read, so even if it's just for like background as to why why those things are, are are potentially problematic or not problematic, that's that even that is a cursed term at this point. It just like a useful thing to know about the background of, of, of these things and what uh, extra things to consider when you see them in games and I learned some stuff about Kowlin that I didn't know before. So always always a useful thing to have but generally like yeah to get the game it's a super good thing i think the most interesting thing about it actually is the reception it's had like multiple yeah, so people exploded it. it's yeah, yeah like multiple people who do not play video games are like yo have you seen this cat game like yeah yeah i know the cat game <laughs> yeah of course um, we've seen the cat game yeah just, yes um it's wild like it's kind of got everywhere and for like a 20 quid game that doesn't have that doesn't have a gun as the main focus like it's it's super cool and I, I think it was um i think it was some of the waypoint guys were talking about us in the podcast it was like it's interesting that one of the year's biggest like mainstream success games is a game that we've seen a bunch because we do this yeah. but like it's a game that that is not it doesn't look like any game that anyone who doesn't play video games would think video games are like it's not yeah, a good right. yeah. gun. It's not like fantasy swords a, and f- swords It's a fucking cat. Yeah, it's, it's a it's, cat, and it's a narrative adventure, and it's about like interacting with people and like kind of self-preservation. Like yeah. it's not. It's it's a very non-traditional thing, and it's you, cool. You I, get them in. You you roll you roll them in by
1: going, "Hey, look at this cool cat game. Don't you love the cat? Isn't it yeah. cute? And then you you hit them with the like what remains of you, the Finch. <laughs> stuff yeah. Exactly. Like that oh god the that's a jump nar- holy shit narrative
0: things. Yeah. Holy shit, that's a jump where'd you go from stray um, how about the fish factory yeah that's yeah let's do that yeah um, do you
1: want a game about
0: sad lesbians
1: here's this gone home thing you've probably heard about like it's <laughs> yeah like that's um, and then you reel them and then you reel them in even further and then they're like well if you just want a game with a story this has a story with even more gameplay it's a good yeah. on ramp
0: like yeah, yeah. yeah and then then you get to the, the final boss which is like have you heard of this thing called HIO? and then you just let them go oh, forever <laughs> Um, the visual novels visual novels yeah let um, me tell you how
1: many of these drawings fuck each other <laughs>
0: <Thanks>. <laughs> oh so just as a warning just kind of tangentially as a warning one of my favorite twitter accounts i'm sure i've mentioned on right here before which is steam in six seconds where like yeah. new games that go up they take the, tr- the first trailer very, from very steam, good
1: account yeah
0: cut it into a six second hypercut and um, that does not filter for not safe for work content just nope. fyi um, and so not. when you're browsing through it in work, or maybe when you're you just have Twitter up on your your third monitor, and um, somebody is over your shoulder <laughs> asking you something, and suddenly they turn around and go, "Why are this? A, why is there a mermaid with tits on your monitor?" And you're like, "Oh, uh, don't worry about it." <laughs> Please um, tell me you mean in work, not
1: like their third monitor at
0: home. No, and my third monitor in work, yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. Well, it's not really. That's
1: that, this goes to show the sort of environment that you guys in fucking uh, software development get to work in where you have a third monitor that you could just have Twitter
0: ar- I don't need up th- on. I, I don't need a third monitor. I normally have two monitors, but since I switched to having a laptop for work, I now have this extra monitor yeah. that I didn't have before. So I'm like, I don't know what to do with the third. Like the third one, my laptop screen which sits off the side is basically just Spotify and like um, Teams. That's it. So it's like, okay, sure. Like, what am I, I going to do mean, yeah, with the rest sure. of this? Um, yeah, that. Oh God, yeah, that was a embarrassing. Trying to explain, it's like, no, fun. it's like Steam, and it just automatic. It's a bot, and it doesn't automatic. Oh, sorry, it's fine. I'll. I just I'll- have this Twitter bot, and it
1: scours the internet for anime tits. I don't know. Is <laughs> then I put it on my monitor at work. You know, Does, like normal
0: doesn't, humans do. Does everyone have one of those bots that just directly feeds them that constantly? I wrote
1: it myself. Look, stop coming at me
0: yeah jesus um but yeah no it's good it's 20 i think it's 25 on consoles i think it's 23 on steam at the minute it's
1: like just over 20 on steam it's like 22 something yeah
0: the ps5 version i will say just the extra features like the the uh controller speaker and the the god i've forgotten the term the vibe the magic vibration thing the or the dual sense the Dual the, Sense, the haptic yeah. vibration stuff in there is really good. Like it reacts to rain. Um, great moment. Like there are multiple spots in that game where you can like curl up and have a sleep. It doesn't do anything. It's an option. But like the um, controller purrs and has just the right of vibration in it where you're like, oh okay, yeah, this is okay. Yep, this is entirely accurate. This is great. Um, yeah, that's straight. It's cool. It's uh, like I say. It, it's it's not groundbreaking but it's a very good one of those and is a great game to put in front of your friends that are not big video game players and be like hey this is also a part of the thing just fyi this is a video game look we do, th- <laughs> there's a lot of stuff like this if you're interested just here you go um yeah it's cool um i think that was everything like a lot of the stuff i've been doing is like kind of like i said no one like no one's guy i've, I've done already continuing on yeah. with Tunic. Uh, Tunic actually, man, I, yeah, I went on a weird cycle with Tunic where there are, bo- there are bosses in that game. Or like, yeah, obviously there are bosses in that game because that's the type of game it is. But like, they are apart from the first one where, God, it's so difficult to talk about this without giving away parts of this game. But basically, like, the first one is usually is if you're pretty thorough they give you a really good like you need to be at least this powerful to have a chance against this against this boss sure and once you're that powerful you're like cool this is doable okay fine i can do this but then the other bosses i've seen so far they don't have that so i'm just throwing myself at one of these creatures and i'm just like i have no idea if i'm missing an item i have no idea like if i'm missing some like some skill whether i'm just not like i just don't have enough hp yet because i've not leveled up enough like i don't know what the problem was and then i remembered one of the things that the people were talking about with that game was the um it's under the accessibility menu but it's more than just accessibility features where there's basically just like a no fail mode and i was like and it was that kind of weird like it it was that moment where i was like i'm not here for boss fights like i'm here for like this cool like World adventure with the these manual pieces and like trying to figure out what's going on here. Like the bosses are like the least interesting part of this game for me. Um, so I just switched on no fail mode and just killed the boss and then switched it back off again. And it's like, sure, yeah, it is so cool that That's I get to fine, do that. Yeah. It's so cool yeah. that I get to do that because that would have probably been the point where I was like, okay, I'm done with this now. Whereas now I can continue on and see. And it's not even like it's not even like uh like one of those bosses where like. The only way you're going to beat this is if you learn a mechanic. Like well, this boss is here to teach you how to dodge roll, or this boss is here for you to show you how to use a shield effectively, or reflect. that. Like it's just a hard fight, and it's like I don't, I'm just not here for it. So I just switched on, beat the boss, and then switched it back off again. I'm like, cool, let's go yeah. on with my day. It's and just it, d- d- difficulty is just another accessibility option at this point. Exactly, like, it's fine. It, exactly, you can do what you want. And exactly, and it's not. Yeah, like I said, it's not why I'm there. Like the the no, combat's yeah. not. The combat's fine in that game, but it doesn't. For I, I, I don't play a lot of games with like this kind of with a lot of like melee combat and like intricate. I mean, it's not even intricate, but like this kind of like melee combat mechanics. you have got like attack and a dodge roll and all that kind of stuff. Like that just doesn't do much for me. So, and I'm not good at them. So I'm like, fine. I'm just gonna kill this boss and get on with the the cool bit but seeing more of this world. Um, yeah, Tunic's still cool. I'm I'm still I'm still just plugging away at it. Um. And then we did a, uh, the first hour of bed and breakfast on a video, which I'll be bear, bear and breakfast bear and breakfast. What did I say? Did I say bed and breakfast? I didn't mean that. You bear, said bed and
1: breakfast. It's a bear, bear that runs a bed and breakfast. It's a bear that runs a
0: bed and breakfast. Um, I haven't played any more than that first hour. Um, because mainly because I was planning to play a bunch of it on the deck and uh, <laughs> cloud saves are not working. Um, right now on that game, so I would have I, to start I don't,
1: again. I'm not. I am not a fan of you playing on introducing a deck? the phrase on, on the deck in your vernacular. This isn't fucking shadow run. You're not like a hacker. It's- Listen,
0: I, sh- I sent you that website with all the cyberpunk I know that If want, I can become I know that. know that you
1: desperately want you desperately oh, want this dude. cyberpunk future. but you're not punching deck. You're not there getting on the net. You're not running ice or anything like that. It's How not would you-, oh, you have a God. game machine. It's a console.
0: Yes, fine. I attempted to play a lot of that game on my Steam Deck. Is that better? Um, yes, that's better. Cool, but yeah, um, cloud saves don't work, so I need to start again. And also, like Bugger. they don't, they don't have. Um, they are like CloudSafe don't work, as in they are advertised they're, they're to work and they don't. Or? Yeah, they're bugged. Um, ah, I see. Okay. Which actually, like, again, super interesting. Like s- testing out new features of the of the Steam Deck, where. After we were like, literally after we were done recording that video i grabbed the I grabbed the deck and and went into the next room to continue playing um saw the game boot up and it said, um this game has or the last time you played this game was on X machine, which has cloud saves that I have not uploaded what do you want me to do because if you start this here, something weird might happen or something might go overwritten like we're just telling you like what do you want to do It's like, oh, that's weird, and I couldn't." there's no way to force steam cloud sync as far as i can tell um and just wasn't doing it like i kept booting up with the pc and closing it down and stuff like that
1: i had this i had this problem when i built my new computer and basically like transferred my steam Mm. libraries over Mm -hmm. um and like whenever i would highlight a thing it would say it would flash up with like an exclamation mark saying like cloud save out of sync and all i did was just click on the sync button and it just worked so i don't know what i had a lot
0: of i had a lot of problems Excuse me, I had a lot of problems when I started setting up stuff up in the Steam Deck where I'd get the same problem where you would sometimes boot stuff up and close it down the, or you would look at it for the first time and I would have that exclamation mark as well. And yeah, you would just hit the button and it would do it. But when you're on the PC, like it was never... Because I assumed what happened was it just hadn't synced or something weird had happened, but there's no button to hit mm. on PCs for, at this point anyway that I could tell. And I was like, oh, I wonder what's happening here. Because it has the icon on the store. And like obviously, Steam thinks that as cloud saves because it gave me that option that was like, hey, they didn't upload on this other machine. I was just digging through discussions, and they were like, yeah, we found a bug with implementation, like right at the end. We will, we're working on it. Um, So it's coming. It's just not there yet. Um, But yeah, um, like I said, we haven't played any more. I haven't played any more than that first hour. Um, That video will be out some point next week, probably. Um, Sure. It's cool. Like the that game seems seems very good, and I will be playing way more of it this week. I think. Um, Very different style of video for us as well. Like it was just kind of like, hey, we're going to play this game for an hour. It was weird. It was really good. It was just like, hey, we're going to play this game for an hour, which neither of us have really touched, and just bullshit over the top of it and figuring it. If if you want to
1: learn about bear fingerprints, then yeah, yeah.
0: do bears commit crimes? Um,
1: Yes. Because they don't have fingerprints. Because <laughs> they don't have
0: fingerprints. No, maybe they don't do crimes, but they potentially could. I think was the, the yeah. They're, we came to. they're
1: the best criminals if they could do crimes, yes. is what we determined. I think
0: yeah. <laughs> Criminal masterminds. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'll talk about that game more next time. I'm sure, but yeah, that game seems I would ta- I, I pretty cool. It as
1: well, it looked really cool. Yeah.
0: And it's like it's fifteen quid, I think, on Steam. Yeah. Um, it's coming to. So it's yeah. It was it's slightly weird release because i think it was a couple of weeks ago they basically made this announcement where it came out on pc last week the switch version which is due out is due out later i don't know if they actually put a date on it let me just very quickly bed nope bear <laughs> and breakfast
1: if you take if you take bed and breakfast especially in edinburgh right now you're gonna get some scary results in terms of price yeah as- oh yeah
0: yeah yeah um yeah oh God. Yeah, while I'm looking at this just holy shit we did actually just look for just for giggles and it is a mm. nightmare. It is an absolute mm. holy shit this city is ugh, this city is terrible. Okay, here we go. Um the Switch version is delayed. PC version still on Steam July 28th. Okay, they have no date for the Switch version. Next couple of months at most is their official line. So it is coming sure, to Switch. Okay. But the other thing they delayed was controller support for PC. So it is mouse keyboard only oh, okay. right now. Which is again is not a problem theoretically on Steam because you can do your controller remapping stuff. So you could probably okay. do it on a controller if you wanted, but native controller support is not there right now. Um so yeah, so keep an eye out for that. But yeah, that video will be up the week here, that's probably. And um mm-hmm. that game seems cool. I think that's everything on my end. What have you been playing? Uh so I also
1: was playing No Man's Sky which we've talked about mm-hmm. um cause I also fell for it and was like oh maybe now is the time and turns out now yeah, the time I ended up I, I was like sick for like 2 days this week so I was do- not doing anything else I was just like oh take me away to this like dream <laughs> space world and like let yep. me forget that I'm dying um yep. that was good Um the main game that I've been playing that I can talk about uh is <laughs> Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Oh, did you pick um, it up?
0: Okay, cool.
1: Yeah. So I've now played it for 10 hours. It came out on Friday and we're recording this on Sunday. So you're like um, 2% of
0: the way through it, right? That's how those games work. I barely. Like,
1: yeah. I'm, <laughs> okay. I'm, ten, I'm 10 hours in and I've finished a chapter. It's, right, okay. It's, the tutorial just yeah.
0: ended.
1: <laughs> oh, God. No. Dude, it's a Xenoblade game. I'll be getting tutorials right up until the end. Like oh, that's right, the, That's yes. how that game works. I forgot. Um, yeah, so Xenoblade... I have a weird relationship with the Xenoblade series because I I played Xenoblade 1 because there weren't a lot of good games on the Wii. Uh, True. And Xenoblade 1 was on the Wii and it was a JRPG and it was quite good for what it was. And I was just like, oh, it's cool to have a game like this on my uh, my Wii. Yep. Um, then I played Xenoblade Chronicles 2, uh, which is a Switch game. That game, despite it being cool for various reasons it has some cool ideas and cool mechanics and the story gets pretty buck wild towards the end which is really interesting and stuff like that that game sucks for a lot of reasons right um mainly that the main character is the worst i hate him so much Um, (laughs) rex is so terrible and people really like him and find him really endearing. I don't. I just think like, he's a fucking dope. Um, like in an
0: anime protagonist way or like in...
1: Well, so he's... Rex is, is weird. He, yeah, it's an anime protagonist way. It's the same way that like people think that the Kingdom Hearts story is obnoxious where it's just him screaming about his friends a lot and how much he loves them. But he's... So he's he, he has a... Um, Newcastle accent. I'm pretty right. sure it is. I'll say it's, it's like North England sort of accent. Yeah. Um. So everything is said with this kind of like plucky underdog style tone. Yeah. And but everything he says is really fucking dumb. Right. And I hate Rex so much. And there's a lot of the, the that the the out of the characters in that game there are like two that are good and the rest are not great for various reasons.
0: There's um, probably an interesting bit of research somewhere about why. Every JRPG, it feels like this started for me with uh, Nino Kuni, but like big JRPGs have like UK voice casts for their characters.
1: Well, it's the same in Xenoblade 3. Everybody in Xenoblade 3 has an English accent. Oh, really? A few that are American, but yeah. Huh. Um, Why
0: did that happen? Like, that's never been the case before. So, uh,
1: Xenoblade, the, the one thing that Xenoblade had that I'll give it was. Variety in its English accent. So it didn't just have like your typical receipt pronunciation English because like Rex was from like the north of England. Yeah. Nia was Welsh. Uh, Morag was like Scottish, but like North Scottish. So she had this weird like Highland lilt. It was pretty cool. Um, so it wasn't just like typical English. Yeah. It's less so in Xenoblade 3. There's like a lot more standard accents in Xenoblade 3. There's like a one Welsh girl and stuff, but yeah, that's the thing they do anyway. Yeah. So Xenoblade 3, third Xenoblade game um xenoblade 2 like minor spoilers for xenoblade 2 that game's like four years old at this point sure sure. i hope people have played it with minor spoilers for that the end of xenoblade 2 it kind of it opens the door a bit about what the xenoblade games are which is like they appear to be separate but then are linked in different ways so like the end of xenoblade 2 has a mirror match at the end of xenoblade 1 and the they're basically like happening at the same time, but in different realities, if that makes sense. It's a weird oh, story. Okay. Xenoblade 2 has a, it has a really cool story and it's interesting, but it gets weird. Xenoblade 3, I'm not going to find out if it's linked until 100 hours into that game. But at least, yeah. Just be aware. I'm expecting some weird shit to happen and somehow it to tie back into <laughs> the other games. Um yes. So, Xenoblade Three is a game that is set on a continent that has uh, two warring factions, and they are called Kieves and An Anis Anis. I can't remember how to pronounce it because it is weird. Um, they are they exist only to fight each other. They like grow people in pods. Those people live for ten years and then get sent back to like when people die, they become ether energy and they get fed back into this big machine. Um, to feed more life, to ca- cause the war to keep going. Um, is the, the basis of the story. Um, all all dead people get fed back into machines to feed something called the flame clock, which is a cool idea. Great name. But, yeah, sure. Yeah, it's a great name. So it's a story about like constant war and like the, the main theme of the game is like, what is life? And like, why do you live? If this is your purpose, like what is the point of being alive if all you're sure. doing is fighting and stuff like that? Okay, yeah, so, sure. Very early on in the game, again, minor spoilers for the first act of Xenoblade 3, but I have to say this because it's relevant. Mm. Uh, Very, very early on in the game, a group of three Keeves soldiers and three Agnes soldiers get linked by fate and weird magic and stuff like that to the point where they are then recognized as enemies by both Keeves and Agnes, so they are enemies to everybody, basically, and then have to have to travel through the world as a six as a group of six uh like teenagers basically mm-hmm. trying to find what happened to them the real source of like why why is this constant fighting happening and like all that stuff is your typical kind of set interesting set for a story where the backdrop is like it's like a war story but you're pivoting it to be like why is the war happening because nobody really knows sure it's just People have been brought up their entire life to be like, you go to train to fight to kill these people to then die and be reborn and kill these people more. Like, that's the...
0: Like a weird JRPG, um, r- g- g- bleh, weird JRPG version of, like, the Metal Gear Solid military industrial complex. Like, why do we fight? Yeah, it exactly. just continues to... Yeah, great. Yeah. Excellent. Okay. So sure.
1: that, that is, like, after they get, like, linked magically, like, their fates get intertwined, is the way they explain it. Mm-hmm. Um, The the characters are, like... um. Because they like start talking to each other and stuff, they're like, Why are we fighting? Like people are just humans and stuff like that. So they, they start getting it immediately. It's just mm. how they expand on it. Um so I'm gonna try and name all the characters now and I'm gonna see if I can remember oh, no. this. There's six of them. So you control a party of six at all times. There are okay. six people and you can control any of them at any point. It's weird. Yeah, I'll so explain what, that in a minute. But,
0: okay, yeah, okay, sure. Yeah. So
1: it's it is on the Keeves side, it is Noah. Lens and Eunice. How uni, do you spell uni? Uni.
0: How do you spell lens? L E N Z. Oh, lens. Okay. Yeah. As in lensing. I get. I guess, but I okay. don't know. It's, sure. it's just called lens. Okay. And then on the other
1: side, it's Mio, Sena, and Teon. Those are the six. She sure. got it. Cool. Um. Congratulations. Each side. Each, each side because it's like. Uh, It's like a war, and they're all special forces, and their group are split into like. It's weird because they they talk about this like as a like known military tactic. They have like a defender, an attacker, and a healer, and that's the squad. (laughs) Like that's their three.
0: That's um, the triangle project, right?
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's project triangle strategy, basically. And then it's the same as mirrored on the other side as well as a defender and as an attacker.
0: Excellent. Um, Can you imagine if the actual real world military went for that as well? It's like, okay, we need a big guy with a shield and then a guy with a rocket launcher and then a guy with a med pack just constantly. If,
1: if, 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 Actual combat worked the same as it does where all everything follows like the MMO triangle. Yeah. Where it's like tank healer DPS. That'd be like way easier to understand. But The yeah. Healer
0: the healer's just um, pumping bullets into the guy with the big shield and it's doing absolutely jack shit, but as soon as the yeah, other person the touches he- them he falls over. Yeah, totally.
1: Yep. The other the healer the healer has the, the, the medic gun from TF two, not like the actual medic gun, the one that's just like a bunch of oh, syringes yeah. uh-huh. and he just yep. fires it at people. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um so the game works like uh, it's different to other Xenoblade games where this game's a lot more open world. Like, you get put into large maps and you can kind of explore it at will. Um, Xenoblade 2 and Xenoblade 1 kind of focused more on... The areas were big, but they were quite directed. There was, like, mm-hmm. a very obvious through path you had to follow. This is a lot bigger and there's a lot of, like, side stuff to find. There's, like, caches of war material that you can pick up and there's, mm-hmm. like, dead bodies that you... So the... the each of the two squads have this thing called an overseer, which are the people that send dead bodies back to the energy that's called ether to then then get reborn and stuff like that. There's like dead bodies. You can find that you have to send back and like all that stuff. There's stuff in the world to find. So it's cool to kind of explore and get the side stuff. Yeah. Um, The, 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 and the world itself is like very pretty. It's a, it's a very, very good world. The the thing I'll say for Xenoblade 3, things like the art and the style Mm-hmm. are very very good the characters look good they're they all have a really unique style the world looks really cool the problem is the fact that it runs on a switch and yep, it's very was, obvious that it runs on a switch
0: i was gonna ask about um, that, like how's it running on that yeah. thing?
1: so it runs fine it just very is obviously like 720p right the models are kind of rough around the edges and stuff like that if you get what i mean with that but yeah um do those games ever come to stuff that's not switch no and okay Zw two and zw three are switch only so far, and zw one got ported to switch. And then was that was two. It.
0: Not yeah, I was going to say was one not a Wii U game or something. So
1: no, one was Wii. Okay, ZW Chronicles X was a Wii U game, right, and that's okay. never been off Wii U. Right. So, which nobody can play it unless you had a Wii U.
0: Uh, Jeez. Okay.
1: Sure. Open so, slightly more open world game, which is cool. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it it kind of it's it feels a lot better than Xenoblade 1 because Xenoblade 2 had this problem where it felt really directed, like you were getting shoved down stuff quite right. a lot. Um, and you felt you felt really directed and it was also like a 100-hour plus JRPG, so you felt really railroaded and quite restricted. This is quite open, so you feel... Mm. It feels a lot better to play than Xenoblade 2 did. Sure, um, sure. Uh, combat works in the kind of the traditional Xenoblade way, way where everybody has these things called arts, which are like bigger moves. So that auto attacks happen norm like automatically. Your mm-hmm. guy just will hit the enemy as much as he can when he can. Mm-hmm. You have arts, which are slightly bigger moves that you can, if you like, it's just like a button press and if you auto attack and then do an art, like cancel it out, it does more damage and like cancels animations and stuff like that. So Xenoblade has a lot of like... Uh, cancelling of animations in built into its combat system which is kind right. of why i like it a lot it's a lot mm-hmm. it flows really well if you're aware of what you're doing mm-hmm. so you have to be a lot more present than you do in other jrpgs where you sure. can just like mash attack and go through it you have to actively participate which is good i like that a lot
0: is that new um, or is that kind of just how the series has always been no that's always been that okay. yeah
1: like cancelling cancelling all to targets into arts and then arts into other arts and Gotcha. Yeah, so you can, can you can cancel that and then you have a, a bigger move is like your tactical art which is like your super that mm-hmm. builds as you do art so you can cancel that from an art to then do more damage. Mm-hmm. Um, it still has the Xenoblade thing of it has unique status effects that build off each other mm-hmm. so you have like Noah can do a thing that that is uh, break which is like it lowers somebody's armor you can then go from break to topple which then kind of stuns the enemy for a bit you can go from topple to daze, which is like a longer stun. Mm-hmm. So you have these, like, status effects to build off each other to basically get to the point where the enemy's really vulnerable. You get stuff like launchers as well, where people get knocked in the air and they take more damage while they're in the air and stuff. Sure, sure. That's all That's all standard Xenoblade stuff. And, like, the arts feed off position and status, so, like, you'll have moves that this does more damage if your enemy's dazed or if you're attacking them from the side or whatever it is. It's, right. The... The combat is very, very active, and it feels it feels as good as it did in the other Xenoblade games. That's the thing that kind of kept me playing the Xenoblade games was the combat actually felt really good, and I quite nope. enjoyed playing it. Um, the unique thing in this game about the combat is that you have a party of six, and you have a party of six quite early, like mm-hmm. within the first like six hours of that game, you have a party of six people. Um, I love that That's which, early. Yeah, I, but I, You're right. I know that's a sentence. Yeah, but it's a JRPG. Sentence, I know. I have to say. Yep. Yeah. Um. And yeah, you can like flick between them in combat at any moment, so you end up with like two defenders, two attackers, and two healers. So like the AI is pretty good; it's usually pretty good about like healing when it needs to, and like getting the defenders to like taunt the enemy so they don't hit the attackers and stuff like that. Is good, yeah, yeah. but if you want that fine control, you can have it. Mm-hmm. So like you can set I set it up in the party where I can go between my two attackers with like one button press, right. and can set up the days. State pretty easily with one attack from one attacker, and then the other two guys will do it automatically. Okay. Switch to the other attacker, and the other attacker has a move that does more damage when the enemy's dazed, so I can then combo that off. Feels really, really good. It's really, really easy to swap between characters. It doesn't feel like a chore. And like it's because the combat in Zeta Blade is really easy to do, all the moves are just like a button press. You Mm. can jump pretty quickly between people and pull this stuff off. It's, it feels really, really good. Um, the other unique thing about 3 is that characters now have classes. Like It kind of works like a job system, like in Final mm-hmm. Fantasy. Um, other games didn't have that. They were just the people, and they did the thing that the people do. That's it. Yep. Um, they still had like attackers, defenders, and healers, but they didn't have any uniqueness about them. They were just like, this is Nia. She's a healer. That's what she does. That's yep. it. Um, you now have a job system basically where anybody can be any job you want so you can make them you can swap guys from like attackers to defenders to healers at well, if you want those jobs have job points so they level up independently as you level up the job they get better at doing it and they unlock more skills you can then do the Final Fantasy job system thing where if you master the job as in level it out fully when you jump to another job you can retain some of the skills from that previous job uh, and okay. use it in other ways um so you have a lot more fine control over your characters that you didn't before, mm-hmm. which is a lot to handle all at once, especially when it's six characters immediately. You're not like slowly building it. It's just mm-hmm. like here's six people, here's the job system, go. And that's it. Right. Like it's um so it, it and it tutorializes it. I mean, well enough. It explains it, but it does make you do it for like every character where they're like here's how job swapping works. Let's swap Noah's job. Okay, now let's oh, swap wow. Lenz's job. Okay, now let's swap Uni's job. You're like, okay, I get it. I understand yep. what you're doing. But yeah, it, it Xenoblade has always had a problem of like, come on, fucking get to the point. Like, you need to <laughs> right. hurry this up. Um, Which I, I, a lot of JRPGs have that problem, yeah, especially yeah. when they're like 100 hours plus. But Xenoblade in particular was really bad at like... Just running around in circles for no reason until it got to the point. Um But I, I actually quite like it. I think the job systems, I said a really neat idea. Um it means that you can you have a lot of like fine control over your party composition and like you can do builds and stuff. So mm-hmm. that's that's cool. It's better than Xenoblade 2 because you actually can do stuff with your characters rather than just being like they are what they are and I yeah, want to yeah. use this character, so we're gonna use this character. Um what else is there? To think again. I've only played ten hours of it, and I'm, yeah. I assume there would be more shit to unlock because that's how Xenoblade worked. Yep. Um, I am really enjoying it, though. I think this game is really cool. It's probably the best that the Xenoblade series has ever been. Um, how many the story hours? Story is more. How many I'm hours sorry. in do you get a mech? Uh that's only Xenoblade X that had mechs. I'm afraid. Oh, is that is that and, specifically
0: what X was? Okay.
1: Yeah. yeah. Fair enough. X X was the far future mech game, sadly, oh. which I've never. I, which I've never played because okay. I didn't have a Wii U and it's never been ported anywhere else. Gotcha. I'll play it if it ever gets ported, but didn't play it. Okay, fair um, enough. So yeah, the this game is a lot better at kind of immediately getting to the point and hooking you in of like the story's a lot more immediately apparent and it gives you characters that don't suck and actually quite like. So you're hooked into the story a lot quicker than you were in Xenoblade 2. Xenoblade 2 took fucking forever to get to the point of its story <laughs> right. um it spent a lot of time kind of meandering around the like hey look at this this anime lady with the big breasts isn't she interesting like that right. kind of thing but because well, that's that's always a problem
0: all- with with those kind of especially games where like the expectation is that are like hundreds of hours long is that they can spend mm. the first 10 hours like intricately setting up the the every every potential bit of the story and here's who this world is and here's how this land interacts with this land and this person's history like if it gets right into it that's way better than i think a lot of the ones i've seen
1: so yeah it still it still takes its time to do that it has to like Mm -hmm. set up the world but it is more immediate about getting you involved in that world and doing the stuff that's in it
0: good okay cool
1: yeah as opposed to like meandering around so the the things that it still does that I hated in Xenoblade that it still does, you do a lot of like, it's very its very obvious they are trying to tell a very particular story mm-hmm. and you get into situations a lot where you like, say, get into boss fights mm-hmm. that you fucking crush with no effort or not no right. effort, but like you, you win the fight pretty straightforward and then it'll go to the cutscene after the fight and your characters get massacred. Like you'll lose the uh, fight after the right. fight xenoblade 2 did this all the fucking time like out of out of five boss fights four of them will end with you losing in the cutscene it's wow that sucks yeah so they're they're it's very obvious they're being like no 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 we're telling this story this way so it doesn't make sense for you to win so we're just gonna kind of shuffle us along after the cutscene this appears to still be the case in Zero Blade 3. I have done two uh, boss fights in this far and I've lost in the cutscene both times. It's, even though
0: you've actually stomped the health bar. Even, before even that. though the
1: boss fight wasn't that difficult because it was like an intro boss fight or whatever. Yeah. yeah. But they have to get to the, the point of the story, so they then have to get it to the point where the characters are losing to then yep. tell the story that they need to tell. It's it feels really weird. Um <laughs> it always felt really weird. It felt bizarre in Zero Blade 2. And stuff like that. But, yeah, it's so weird. And, like, they... Xenoblade has a lot of, like... Obviously has a lot of, like, bigger-than-life characters. And there's a... I can remember specifically in Xenoblade 2, one of the main antagonists of that game is a character called Jin, who has a special ability that is, like, he can move at the speed of light. So Mm. he is... Super, super fast. You can't hit him because he moves at the speed of light. He can also like freeze stuff to absolute zero because he can manipulate the atoms in the air and stuff like that. But so you you get into a lot of like conversations with Jin, like staring each other down where he's like, I can move faster than light. There's no way you can hit me, I can't lose. And then you get into a boss fight and he's just a guy. Like you can hit him with a sword and he doesn't do right. anything crazy, and it's just yep. like weird ass, like dissonance level between like power level and cutscene and power level and actual boss
0: fight i mean it's the it's the traditional superman problem right of like how do you make a video yeah. game of superman where he's all powerful and can never be killed right yeah. like exactly yeah. it's, it's, you have it's to make a video game somewhere
1: and like but they, they use stuff like that and really really like 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 big big points of the plot are like this is important and this is why we have to do this because he can move faster than light so we need to do this xyz They're still doing it in Xenoblade 3 where, again, spoilers, um, the point at which all the characters become linked and stuff like that, again, it's like four hours into the game. Yep, yep. Um, you, You meet this like fucking huge demon thing that like takes out giant mechs with like single shots from its weird wrist cannon and can like jump and do all crazy shit. And then you fight it in the boss fight and it's a guy. Like it's a guy with moves but he's not doing anything insane that you've not seen before. He's just a boss. Right. weird. I, again, understand why they're doing it because they're trying to tell a story in a specific way. Still feels really, really weird when you're playing it as a video game.
0: Oh, yeah. Um, Yeah, yeah. They still have to turn it into a video game at some point. Yes.
1: Yeah. Like, Xenob... Like, 2 really irked me for that shit of, like, losing after fights and then them bombasting their bosses and then you fight them in the fights and you're like, ah, this isn't really that bad. yeah, yeah, Um, yeah. So I expect more of it from Xenoblade Three. Uh, I am going to keep playing it because I think it is really cool. I I definitely like it more immediately than I did any of the other Xenoblade games, which right. is enough to make me go like, okay, I'll keep going with this and see where it's going. Yeah. Um, I also think the story is a lot cooler. Like I like the kind of like the backdrop of it being like a war story and stuff like that. Like yeah, yeah. that's a lot cooler than xenoblade 2 backdrop of holy shit this dipshit found this all-powerful weapon how what the fuck happens here um <laughs>
0: you mean every jrpg story ever yeah great
1: yeah but rex is like more of a dipshit like that's the sure he's, he's the he's, he's the biggest dipshit i've probably seen in jrpgs like it's kind of insane um <laughs> nice but yeah xenoblade 3 cool game if you've played the xenoblade games before you're probably going to play it anyway if you've not it's fine like 99% of the Xenoblade games are independent and will tell their own story. Yeah, I was, I was going to say, because um, I,
0: I think I read a review that was like, or it was like a, a comment or, or a the subheading for a review and it was like the loose trilogy of Xenoblade games yeah. where like technically they're all so the, linked, but not really.
1: Yeah, that's like, like I was saying at the yeah. start, they, yeah, they yeah. get linked usually right at the very end of the game and it's like a very loose link where it's like, mm. These things that are happening at the same time are in separate realities, but they're they are linked because the separate realities only happen by a thing that happened in Xenoblade 1. But mm-hmm. so they're linked, but they're not super linked. If yeah, you yeah. just want to play a JRPG, you'll be fine. It'll be okay. There is there are things in there that are definitely like as a Xenoblade player, you'll be like, Oh wait, hang on, I've seen this before. But if you just wanna go in with fresh, it'll be fine. Like you'll be yeah. okay. And I recommend it. It is a, is a cool playing JRPG for the Switch. Which, if you have a, if you have a console but is portable, you should have at least one good JRPG to play on it. They are great to have on portable devices because they are obviously a hundred plus hours, and you want to be able to take them anywhere. So, yeah, exactly. Recommend Xenoblade Chronicles Three. Very cool game. I will come back as I play it more and give up to date reports because cool. I want to see how fucking crazy this game gets. Because <laughs> it will? Because it's a Xenoblade game but um, look, there, may be a point, the... there may be a point when I finish it that I want to do some sort of spoiler cast for it just so I, was I can say, like, shout at someone. Um,
0: I, I look I look forward to that in 2024 when you finally finish it. Yeah, because
1: so, I've got me, there's me and one of my other friends are playing it at the same time and we've both right. played the Xenoblade games. So we're shouting at each other being like, hey, have you noticed this thing? But, right, right. I wanna be able to just like direct it at someone to be like, you're going to sit and listen to me talking about Xenoblades for like listen, half an
0: that, hour. The, but, the 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 cast we did for Kingdom Hearts 3, a game I've never played and never will play, I had a great time yeah. with, so I'm okay with that. Yeah, that's yeah, fine.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, it's like I don't know I don't know if it'll get like Kingdom Hearts level no, of stupid no, 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 crazy, well. but it will get crazy, I can guarantee okay. it.
0: But I look forward to it. Yeah. Um okay, I believe you have some, if that's everything, I believe you have some music yeah. for us.
1: I do. So uh We've obviously both been playing uh, No Man's Sky recently Um, Mm. So this is the perfect opportunity To once again Listen to something from the No Man's Sky soundtrack Yep Um, Obviously 65 Days of Static is a band that we both like
0: Yes, Um, very much so
1: Very much so So any opportunity to be able to play 65 Days of Static Is good So I will be playing uh, Blueprint for a Slow Machine From the No Man's Sky soundtrack Made by 65 Days of Static
0: Cool. check the post for links you can pick that up and we'll be back with some news after this
1: Print for a slow machine from the No Man's Sky soundtrack made by 65 Days of Static. Um go listen to that soundtrack because it is amazing. If you like it, go listen to more 65 Days of Static stuff because that stuff is also amazing. Yeah. So
0: see CC and Supermoon live, it was so cool. That made me really upset because I
1: seriously considered coming through to see that. And I was like, I I like hub and about it, and it's like, nah, it's fine, it's on a work night, it'll be difficult anyway. And then you saw I saw that they played Supermoon. I was like, fucking
0: man. Got damn it. Next time, next like my time, favorite you're through, song that they do. Next time you're through, you should come. Like it's just a, uh, it's a. Uh, yeah, I'll go for sure. Like, I'm gonna now. Now that sure. I've seen
1: video of it and stuff like that, I'm like, no, that's like yeah. a gig that I need to go see. So yeah, it's, yeah for sure, I will go see it. Um,
0: I'm gonna be
1: the guy at the back of the room that's just like, play Superman, <laughs> do it.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. You were not the only one, I'm sure, based, based on who was I'm there. I'm sure,
1: yeah. Like, um, a lot of people found them through the Man's Sky soundtrack. Oh, 100%. So not,
0: I mean, that's kind of how I, yeah. I... mean, I knew of them, but, like, I'll knew, like, Richard. There was, like, Trey- someone...
1: There was, like, someone... When
0: Nomad Sky first came
1: out, there was, like, someone in my work who's, like, not a big video game player, but, like, we were talking and stuff, and they were, like, oh, yeah, when I was studying in uni and stuff, I listened to a lot of... I think this is the Super Meat Boy soundtrack mm. or something like that. And then we like, were talking and stuff, and they were talking about the... Like they 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 experienced a lot of video games only through soundtracks. Sure, and I was like, hey, have you heard of this game called No Man's Sky? And they were like, no, what is it? And I explained it as like you should give the soundtrack a listen because it's made by this like British band and they're crazy and stuff. And she came to me like a couple of days later and was like, yeah, that album's like amazing. And I yeah. was like, well, they're actually a band, so yeah. if you want to like <laughs> listen to more stuff like that, I know I think she's like super into sixty five days of static, so yeah, was good. Always
0: always a good thing. Um yeah. so we've got some news, um wild variety of stories this uh this this time. Um just some interesting thing. I just thought this was kind of interesting for a Steam um from the perspective of Steam. They have updated their rules for uh, artwork. So like you know, like store listings have like the little kind of sixteen by nine image that they have, like as your main store yeah. image. Um, they basically put, they've updated the rules for what you can do in there. They call them capsules, which is a weird term that I've never heard before. For in terms of UI, but sure, um, they added a new rule which basically says um, content based on, uh, content on graphical asset capsules on Steam is limited to game artwork, the game name, and any official subtitle. So they've basically eliminated a thing that you, I'm sure you've seen if you've been on Steam. So you can't put review scores. You can't put award names or logos. You can't put discount marketing copy. So you can't do like, I currently 95, 90% off, whatever. Mm-hmm. No text or promoting a different product, which means you can't put like from the makers of blah. Um, oh, that's a and, weird one. Okay. Yeah. And no other miscellaneous text, which is interesting for a couple of reasons. One is just like award stuff feels okay to me, but like they're, they're, it feels like one of those things which is like it'd be difficult to judge the line on that stuff which is like well this is fine but this is not so they've just gone like no it has to just be the title and subtitle and and images
1: so i i get the i get stuff like the the you can't like put this the sale stuff on or whatever that's that's fine mm-hmm. awards uh eh yeah, sure, I can maybe understand why you want to, wouldn't want to put that on there. Stuff like From the Makers of seems weird. Like that, I don't yeah. understand their logic behind that one. But Yeah, sure. I don't know.
0: I don't know. Uh, I mean, maybe like if it's... I mean, Steam would never really cared about this too much, but maybe if it was like from a game that's on a different platform or something like that, maybe, I don't know. But again, like it, it feels like one of those things, which is like Valve not do- wanting to do moderation ever for anything... that are like if we just set these rules it means we don't have to worry about it because like here's the very simple rules you either follow these or you don't it's fine the one exemption they have which was the first thing i thought of actually um they're calling it artwork overrides which is like if you've got a game that's in early access or a game that gets regular updates you know like sometimes the image will change to be like new june update or like named update out now or something like that that's okay as long as uh The text. This is from the Katak article. The text, which must only be used to describe the new content and nothing else, must be localized to whatever languages are supported by the game. So you can still have that, but you can't. You can't have anything else. And that was the one use I've seen of it. That was like that's actually super useful when you look through it. You're like, oh,
1: yeah, no, that's good. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So they've, they've exempted that, but that's about it. Um. So yeah, that's live as of now. I think so. You'll see less of that coming up. Um vr chat is one of those things i'm interested in from afar just as a as a thing like just as a as an entity i,
1: I watch a lot of videos about people talking about vr chat it's yeah. fascinating it so, is yeah.
0: a super fascinating thing like um i think people make games article a uh, video on it was yeah. really really good so like they talked as the a people fantastic who, video about it yeah they had, they had people who do the the kmart like the what the vr chat kmart that they're just running like a accurate kmart that all works and stuff like that and it says a lot about like there's a whole th- it's great anyway but so VRChat chat had a had a nightmare of a week last week um where basically they announced i there's a lot of things that happen here but basically they announced that they are going to put in um epic games anti-cheat anti-cheat easy anti-cheat or eac like something that's in a bunch of different games um and they said basically that their their reasoning for it was to crack down on modified clients um to make the game better and safer place to hang out. Um there's something specific in here. Um oh, I can't find exactly what it was. But basically so yes, so they've they added this thing for a game that doesn't really have like cheating in inverted commas it's a weird thing hmm. to add but they're basically protecting against modified clients because they would get, yeah. I can't find the exact quote now but the thing I read was they would continually get security uh, support requests for things like hey like my like a lot of um client modifications would include malware and keyloggers and viruses and shit like that and they were getting, they would continually get support requests that were like hey I, why is VRChat sending data out to the internet and all this kind of stuff it's not least it's you're installing insane mods yeah so like you can see it from that perspective but the problem with it is that like VRChat chat is such a unique thing where it's like it's kind of like it's the closest that we've ever had to what the metaverse thinks that it is even though it's not where mm-hmm. it is it's like it's yeah. this open space that's fully open anyone can build anything for and people can just go and build their avatars and create spaces that that they want to hang out in and it is a it is the is the purest definition of a social space, really. That's out there, and yes, sure. a lot of people were using client mods because it doesn't really have like an official like modding API. A lot of it is client mods to get various things, specifically for things like the improved body tracking. So, obviously, being primarily well, not primarily a VR game, but like known as a VR game, like adding additional mm-hmm. tracking stuff that is not sported officially. Extra trackers, bodysuits, um, all that kind of stuff. That's all a client mod. A lot of the ones I saw as well is people use it um for accessibility reasons. So there are client yeah, mods. This that, is,
1: this was the main thing that I saw yeah. people talking about was like uh it was a lot of
0: the one that really fascinated
1: me that I saw that apparently there's one that like the it translates like ASL, like sign language yep. to uh actual text that people can read yep so it's like good for uh people with like accessibility issues because it means that they're then more readily able to communicate with people they can hear a lot of stories about people with those those sort of problems finding friends and like a group that they consider like a family and stuff online because of these accessibility things it's really
0: really cool yes and it's even even more basic stuff like general um Uh, closed captioning for everything which uses voice recognition to turn voice into text and all this kind of stuff. Um, The mobility mods all that kind of stuff. Like a lot of um, mods to affect uh, how you move around in the space like people who are very susceptible to motion sickness there's stuff you can do to a lot of stuff that is basically there. That is basically all just now gone because like any modifications to client will just like eliminate all of that. Um, It is live. There was a massive push back on it like absolutely insane push back on it um and they they did the whole they they just pushed it they, they there was no argument basically involved in here there's a couple of things in there one it just generally sucks um like it's it it's a really um bad case of people just not understanding how their software is being used like yeah or or it which it feels like it is like there's a very this is not my description. This is from a couple of things, articles, uh, a couple of articles I read. But they kind of had this um, "don't ask, don't tell" policy with mods, where it was like, if you're not doing anything like in like really malicious with it, like we're not going to do anything. Like there's nothing we can do. Mm-hmm. Like there was always the like it's really unfortunate, but like VRChat is kind of known for like the the ERP community that is big on VRChat for obvious reasons. But like the only thing they really did for it was like if you're going to do ERP shit like it can't be on like the public space registry yeah you can't make it publicly like, it has to be password protected it has to be so on and so forth and that was kind of the approach they taken for this whole thing so for this to suddenly come in be like bulldozed into the entire client that screws a lot of people Um, it's weird and like completely unsubstantiated guess this might be the start of what a lot of people's worst fear was for VRChat, chat, where they are looking to get bought by somebody. And this is one of those things that like, if you're wanting to make yourself valuable to somebody trying to get banned, the first thing you want to do is make sure that the thing that they're buying does not install viruses on people's machines. And, yeah. uh, also like the EAC stuff can be circumvented. Like it's relatively straightforward. Like there's a lot of examples out there of people just doing it. So Again, like most DRM-style solutions, and like most anti-cheat solutions, apart from like the really, really, really good ones, like all it's going to do is punish the people who are not who are trying to play it by the rules. Using anyway. it maliciously, yeah. yeah. Like if you if you want to fuck people up with this thing, you can. All it's going to do is affect everyone else. Um, yeah. it's it's super sad to see, like, like say, VRChat was a really special thing, and it just sucks. It just like, it just sucks. And if this is,
1: it's it's the thing you hear about all the time, right? Where these like weird, not rogue parts of the internet, but like parts of the internet that are very individual and serve Mm -hmm. a specific niche, but a bunch of people really, really feed into it quite a lot and have communities and friends and like all this stuff in there Mm -hmm. eventually get popular enough to wear the business has to get cranked up on it and yep. that's when stuff starts falling off the exactly. rails like that's the yeah
0: i mean they talk they talk about a lot other than the the people make games video like a lot of people were were worried about this exact thing of like them wanting to turn it into a business or wanting them to get or, or if it does get sold like it becomes in the hands of somebody who's out to make money off of it like real money off of it like this is the type of step you start to take yeah. if you're setting yourself up for that to happen and it would really suck um and there's not really a thing that people can just move to. Like VR Chat is so big and kind of just owned the space for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Um there's another one called Chill Out VR, which feels like it's trying to hit the same kind of mm-hmm. market. I've definitely seen articles that like it's I've nowhere near seen it, yeah. There's it's nowhere near as as mature as I don't mean you know what I mean my mature there's yeah, nowhere near yeah. as far along as far along as some VR chat is but it is a thing that's there but again I, I feel like I'm continually quoting that that PMG video but like this is what happens to these products right like something gets really big and owns a space somebody buys it cranks down and all the people that are using it for cool things they move that thing becomes popular they, that thing gets bought they move like it's it sucks like it's um it's really really disappointing to see We'll keep an eye on it. Um, Yeah, yeah. It's 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 yeah, unfortunate. Um, Speaking of unfortunate updates, I don't know if you followed any of the Sims Four stuff recently, but like, it's got. It sounds like
1: like they 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 bugged a patch and now there's incest or something like that? Is so they that...
0: did... So yeah, so the, the 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 current next big update happened uh, or came out officially last week when you're hearing this um, where they added uh, high school gameplay or like school gameplay, active school gameplay uh, into the game again. Um, really big update but it came with obviously a base game update. So the, the way most of these things work is that there's like the expansion pack and then there's like a game, an update for the base game that gives you some of the stuff for the expansion but not the full the full Mm. thing so like really minute stuff like body hair is now in the main is in the base game so you can add body hair to your sims but the the body hair growth and shaving mechanics are only in the expansion that kind of stuff anyway so they added um the base game update which had a bunch of like they've improved like the in-game social media stuff or added an in-game social media stuff they've added a bunch of like extra interactions that will allow people to like kind of early relationship stuff, right? Like, like teen relationship stuff basically into the game.
1: Sure. Yeah. And
0: it seems like what's happened um, is that they, w- again, as, as a software person, like I look at the Sims four from a software perspective and think that code may be supposed to be a fucking nightmare. Like I don't know if you've ever seen like Sims four patch notes or any Sims patch notes, oh, they're, great. they're yeah, like they're super good. specific edge cases for like the Grim Reaper will only take you away if you're on fire and also about to graduate, like is that kind of level yeah, of edge they're, case they're,
1: they're like, they're not quite like paradox game level specific, but they're getting yeah, better they're, they're sort of along
0: the same line, but basically um, two big bugs basically came as a result of the base game update um, one of which is that people are aging faster so there's a, there's a there's a setting in the game that you can do a lifespan setting so you can do like normal game and then it's like long lifespan and short lifespan long lifespan everyone stays in different family stages or yeah sim stages for longer short lifespan obviously being the opposite if you're in short lifespan which is a thing that a lot of um tw- uh, like sims streamers and youtubers will do is they'll play short lifespan because it kind of adds a degree of chaos where you are like you're a teen for like three days and you need to make sure you pass school and all this kind of stuff like it's it's a thing that happens quite a lot um, and yeah. it's just become the speed of that has become insane like people are be- like growing out of like there was there was one um that i saw where they'd installed the base game update and started streaming and immediately four of their like old age sims died like immediately because they're like oh it's that quick like it's bugged out so badly so it's fucked a lot of people actually this thing and they're looking at that but the one that really got the attention was that they added incest accidentally into the game Mm, yeah (laughs) um where basically a bunch of screenshots basically immediately started appearing where it was like hey here's the older woman who wants to start a romantic relationship with her own son so one of the things they added in the base game they, they revamped one of the systems where it's now like wants and fears so they have like here are things I want to do and here here are things I'm scared of, which is new. It's a revamped old system. Um, so one of the things you can want is you can want a relationship with a different character um, or you're scared of another character or all this kind of stuff. So this appears to have just bypassed the family system completely. And it's just like, yeah, like one of the streamers I watched, I saw a clip of, of her playing and it was like, so they suddenly became like the brother and sister started ended up in a relationship but it was just like just insane stuff like this um yeah, yeah it's it's a bug it's a big bug and they they're currently looking bugs, at fixing yeah. it but it, again it's one of those things where you like you look at it and you go that feels to me like a thing that immediately one of the developers went oh fuck that switch we didn't flick oh no um and they're looking at, at fixing that um right now it's generating a lot of really funny screenshots right now but yeah it's it's wild um we should do we have a moment of silence for the 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 remake is this where we we just sit in silence for a little bit and just like really how are you doing are you all right are you okay are you doing okay
1: i'm all right with it like it it, I, i would have felt bad about it if it had been if it had gotten far enough to where i'd seen like Gameplay, gameplay, <laughs> yeah, or like more, more than someone who just made a CG Revan and made the lightsaber look all cool, yeah, like that is it was it was interesting and I I liked the idea of it, but like I didn't see anything okay. for it, so it didn't really exist. So this it is didn't a different really thing. If it was me. like
0: KotOR three, like that would be a different, We'd have a different conversation. That would be a different thing.
1: Yeah, no, yeah. that would be a different thing. If it was if it was someone who legitimately had said we had been given the rights and we are trying to tell a new Old Republic story that isn't Tar. Uh, and we're going to call it Kotar 3. That yeah. would have been more exciting and I would have been more upset by that, but someone making a Kotar remake
0: yep. that had nicely showed anything, it's whatever. It's yeah. sad
1: still, like I, I wanted to see that thing, but
0: you know. Uh, yeah, so basically what happened um, the Knights of the Old Republic um, from 2003 I want to say, Star Wars RPG 2000, whoa, 2001 I want sure to say sure. um Asper Media uh, yeah Asper Media who are a studio known for remakes and remasters and that kind of stuff and, and kind of assisting on other things basically announced hey we're re-ma- remaking no re how did they describe it? Oh no 2003 you were 2003. right they are remaking the original um Knights of the Old Republic uh, a game that is like yeah. on every platform including like iOS at this point and like yeah it looks like a game from 2003 but like, yep. Hold up, I assume, right? Like that game is still a classic, right?
1: I mean, playing it's rough because you're still yes, playing it on like terms old, of old CRPG like D D rules, but yeah. story wise and stuff like that, yeah, absolutely. Still yeah. amazing. Still amazingly written, really cool story. Yeah. Like it's yeah.
0: So announced that the uh one of the PlayStation streams, I think it was, uh uh Naughty Free this year, and uh just last week basically said um, it's from Bloomberg um, hotly anticipated new Star Wars game is in serious trouble according to people familiar with the project Uh, the remake of the 2003 role-playing game is delayed indefinitely as developers at Austin Texas based Asper Media try to figure out what comes next Asper also abruptly fired the game's art director and design director this month in a series of meetings throughout July, Asper's two studio heads told employees that the project is on pause and that the company will look for new contracts and development opportunities, said people who are not authorized to speak publicly about the situation. Um, it's a... Like, one, it sucks, but also it's like, that's a weird situation where... Yeah. And all of this is speculation, all of this is reported by, by Jason Schreier at Bloomberg, but basically it seems like what happened was the vertical slice that they made to pitch to um okay so here's the quote on, again this is from the bloomberg article on june 30th asper finalized a demo of the game knows a vertical slice to show to production partners lucasfilm and sony uh, sony group Corp. oh yeah because sony are sony i think sony were partnering with it i don't know if they'd funded it or not but like they were on board with it i um, well, it
1: was, was showing that the place right thing. like the, yeah, yeah
0: and developers were excited about it felt like they were on track according to a person familiar with the project so were shocked by what happened next the following week the company's fire design director Brad Prince and art director Jason Miner neither responded to Chris' comment but Miner suggested on a social media page that his dismissal was unexpected um, Asper studio heads told staff that the vertical slice wasn't where they wanted it to be and that the project would be paused according to people familiar with the meeting who were in the meeting um, one person familiar suggested that a disproportionate amount of time and money had gone into the demo and that the project's current course wasn't sustainable. Um, another point of contention may have been the timeline at the outset of development. Asper told Staff and Partners it would release the game by the end of 2022. According to people, uh, two people familiar with the production, developers said a more realistic target would have been 2025. <laughs> so yeah, check, check with your developers yeah. when you're going to pitch dates. Um so yeah, uh, I mean, based on what that studio has done before, it makes sense that it was always a weird... Well, weird, let me just very quickly... Asper... 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 YR Media. Because they've mainly done remasters and remakes, so...
1: Yeah, yeah. that's um, kind of their thing.
0: So they, so they did the the ports, the iOS and Switch ports of Costar and Costar 2. Uh, Force Unleashed Switch... Republic Commando, Star Wars Racer, Myth Force, I think was their only actual um their own game, I think. Um or their original game.
1: I know I I only know them because they did all the Star Wars remakes. Yeah. I like think that's all I know. So
0: it, as a studio that's come from primarily remakes and remasters, this is a big budget project, right? If they're doing it the way people would expect them to do it and the way that people would want them to do it, mm. that's a big budget project. So the idea yeah. that they're like, hey, we did a thing that impressed people, but we don't have the funding to actually pull it off yet. That's one thing, but then firing two studio heads. That's yeah, weird. That's yeah. real weird. Um, so yeah, indefinite pause on that thing. We will see if it ever comes back, but for for it to go from like an announcement in May to this, like that's, that's wild. That's, yeah. that's, that's, I haven't seen that in a while. Um, yeah, unfortunate. Uh, and then the final thing I think I've got here I thought I had one more thing maybe not um, the Autom- uh Automata stuff for the last couple of weeks has been oh god amazing to yeah. watch as somebody who does not give a fuck about that game uh, it is wild to watch this thing happen so basically yeah the story of this has been interesting to also kind of needs some some pulling together of stuff where I've got like three tabs open to figure out um the entire story, but basically what happens last week sometime um on the uh near subreddit somebody posted this clip, and I' just got the um i'll just i I'll just the caption here uh where is the thing posted the clip to oh sorry, posted a clip to twitter um uh, we said somebody randomly posted a video on the near automa subreddit showing they found a secret room in the copied city, which is a thing later on in that game. So far, no one else has worked out how they managed to make the secret door appear. Literally one person on Earth has accessed this room and we are utterly mind-blown. So yeah, they showed this clip of this area where they find a secret door and a wall, go through, and then it ends up in what has been called the the church. Um, Like whole new areas of that game that nobody's ever seen before and nobody knows how yeah. to reproduce. And as this happens, the internet kicked into high gear and started dissecting how to do it what what they'd be doing really forensic stuff happening on the reddit twitter of like well we tried this version this stuff and this didn't work and blah blah, blah. and then there was this undercurrent of like this is a mod like there's no way this doesn't exist like we would have seen this by yeah, now the, i
1: had i had people that uh i'm friends with who not infiltrated but like joined the mm. near discord thing to like watch this unfold from the ground yep People were losing their fucking mind. Like, yeah. the people on that Discord were deranged. It was so. There is rabid for anything. And there were just people of, like, it's a mod. No, it can't be a mod because it's too in depth. And it's like, oh, look at it. There was a pile where everybody was convinced that it was a mod, but not for near automata. It was a mod for near replicant.
0: Yeah. Because so it was, it was so like fucking the a-
1: wild shit. Yeah.
0: Because it was like the area that they show in the church is like a direct. Well, no, because the area they show in the church is like a reference to something in Guard, I think. And.
1: Well, yeah, 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 there was there was two characters in no there two characters in near like near right. one that oh, it was right. like a
0: relation to or something like that. Is. Yeah, um, so yeah, bunch of speculation like is this actually a new area? Is this advertising for the Dragon Guard remake that's coming soon or remaster that's coming soon? A whole bunch of stuff. Um, people poking and prodding and doing all the forensic stuff, and basically what happened was, um they yeah and then just like a couple of days ago as we're recording this um basically a team came out a team of three came out and said yep so the interesting thing as well the only reason that this wasn't immediately just discarded as complete like manipulation was that there are not a lot of great modding tools for automata um it is apparently very difficult to add your own stuff into yeah. that game that's not just like straight up model swaps like adding new adding new scripting and new environments seems to be very very difficult in this game so a lot of people were like well like nobody has tools that could do something like this and if this is a hoax this is an exceptionally elaborate hoax turns out hoax is maybe a bit strong but it is definitely a the basically, what happened was three developers came out it was like yep we've made a bunch of open source tools that will let you do way more stuff with automata than you've been able to yeah. do before this is our demo yep. of it happening it filled a bunch of people so it's obviously like it it's it's pretty powerful um and it's apparently user friendly and all this kind of stuff so they 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 eventually came 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 out and and made that statement um it's awesome it was just really cool to see that stuff happen again like i i i'm always a fan of regardless of what the game is like anytime somebody finds this and sparks this kind of like treasure hunt stuff like i love that stuff in these games and it also happened like the same week i think that somebody found a bug in or an exploit in breath of the wild like another one which is like the item replication thing where you can like fire 17 arrows at once and stuff like that and it was just like yeah it's 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 cool when this happens but um yeah it it was a mod a well-produced mod as an advertisement for their open source mod tools that are happening and it's cool um i think that's everything i have here yeah yeah i think that's everything i've got here um, what we got coming up? So, um, keep continuing on with bed and breakfast. Uh, bed breakfast. God, I'm going to keep fucking doing that, and it's going gonna to suck. Keep fucking that up. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to keep fucking that up. Um, there was something else happening this week, and it's gone completely from my head now, and I cannot remember what it is. Um, yeah, I'm sure the stuff. Look at look at look at my what, my list here. Hang yeah, on. video games in 2022. Um, the problem always a lot of uh, stuff that I follow. Is not in here because I must it see be, a lot of stuff. It will be smaller stuff. Oh, so <clears throat> excuse me, it's not cough into the mic. Um, the uh, first episode for Citizen Sleeper came out, which I just haven't touched yet. I just need to get into that okay. another hour and a half, two hours of that game. Um, yeah, that's kind of it. I get that that that
1: Rumble versus game comes out on the eleventh. That I do want to check out. Was oh, that the but... like? Wrestling Battle
0: Royale game.
1: Yeah, like the fighting game wrestling battle royale thing that Iron Galaxy are making. It looked really cool. Like I I I do want to check it out.
0: Um I I played that was the other thing very, 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 very briefly. I played um I think it was one of the PS plus games this month, Arcade Again, I think. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Which I'd never heard of until I downloaded it because it was free. There's there's something there. There's something there. Mm. It's free and it's actually like it's a shooter that feels it's a good feeling third person shooter that just happens to be free and tied up into a bunch of like cosmetic monetization stuff and it's yeah. a roguelike and I need to just push out a little bit hard to see how repetitive it gets but it's there's something there I might uh, I, I, I'm i going to play a bit more of it and maybe talk about it next time Um, yeah not a lot but next time we should record this, you'll be here, I think. So either we do one of these or we do oh, something yeah. else, or we'll see, but we'll be in a situation where where we can do oh, this. I can
1: play Rumble versus while I'm up at you That's what I'm gonna do. I uh, can
0: maybe, yeah. Um Maybe we could record that video, that would be yeah. interesting. What is what is Full Metal Alchemist Mobile? Sorry, I just that title came across. I by... assume I'm gonna assume it's a full
1: Metal alchemist mobile game.
0: Uh yeah, maybe. Announced the film Al- Alchemist mobile set to be released through iOS and Android devices on August 4th. No, it doesn't say what it is. Free to play. New theme song, full voice acting. D- zero idea what the game is. Absolutely no idea what the game is, but it's coming. Sure. Um. Oh, the, you played Into the Breach, right? Have you tried that new patch? Or is that a thing you're going to...
1: No, the advanced uh, mode thing. Yeah. No. I'll, I will check it out eventually, but I thought... I saw, I saw that, that game
0: came to mobile and that might be the way I get into that game. Maybe. Um, yeah, you're going to put it on your deck? I could do that as well. I forgot about that. I don't know. That that feels like a game that I can play. That feels like a phone game that I can take with me, like actually everywhere. Um, yeah, we'll see. Anyway. Um, so yeah, uh, Bear and Breakfast, more No Man's Sky, uh... Rumbleverse will be interesting. Um, yeah, that's us. Uh, video stuff, that ben Bear and Breakfast video will be going up this week, probably. It's slightly longer. Really
1: fucking this up, it's
0: great. Yeah, I know. Uh, that'll go up this week. Um, it's cool. Um, podcast, like I say, everything should just work. If it doesn't, you'll know very quickly. Uh, and you basically shouldn't have to change anything, but there'll be some behind-the-scenes stuff going on with that. So if some, something goes wrong, we'll let people know, but um everything should work fine it will be available on new platforms soon and then when the site gets remade it'll all be integrated much better and it'll be fine um but that's us gaming is the name of the website where you can find all of those videos articles and podcasts are up there we are on youtube.com slash gaming start subscribe there get notified when we put new videos up we are on facebook and twitter if you search game start you'll find us there podcast at gaming is the email address and that's us stay safe enjoy whatever you're playing and we will see you in two weeks goodbye goodbye